Today is Monday, September 27th. The title for our devotional is Freedom. You can go ahead and imagine me doing my best Mel Gibson impersonation there from Braveheart if you'd like, and you got the title down. Possibly one of the deepest and most destructive ways in which our culture has influenced our faith is in relation to this concept of freedom. In American society, freedom is the value that we all agree upon. Liberty and justice are our founding principles. Our nation's origin story is one of rebellion against the tyranny of taxation without representation to build a more free society. Both right and left on the political spectrum begin with the underlying value of freedom. They are seeking freedom in different arenas, but it is freedom nonetheless that they both value. The right is seeking freedom from government control, overly burdensome taxation, environmental regulations, corporate regulations, etc. The left seeks freedom from traditional family values, moral codes that are not self-determined, systems that have promoted racism, etc. The underlying value, again, is freedom in both circumstances. The idea of freedom is a deeply rooted idea in our national identity and one that Christians must closely examine to be sure that our concept of it is more based in Jesus than it is in our culture. Before we begin our exploration of this, uh, of this, a few qualifications are in order. Living in a largely free society, uh, I say largely because our individual freedoms are constrained to some degree by laws, uh, is certainly a good thing. The freedom of speech and the free exercise of religion are good for society and for human flourishing. Certainly, religion should not be forced or coerced on anyone. We will we'll not be talking about all of these things here. Instead, we're broadly exploring how the concept of freedom and the value of freedom have influenced our Christian faith in ways that are not in accord with the scripture. In his book, After Doubt, A.J. Swoboda recounts the story of British evangelist John Guest, who comes to the U.S. in the 1960s to deliver a series of sermons. Outside of Philadelphia, he came across a number of signs in a shop commemorating the Revolutionary War, one of which read, We serve no sovereign here. Upon seeing that sign, he thought, how can I possibly preach the kingdom of God to people who have a profound aversion to sovereignty? And therein lies the difficulty. If we adopt our cultural view of freedom, so much so that we we declare like that sign, we serve no sovereign, can we then serve God as sovereign? Last week, I listened to an interview with John Mark Comer, where he expressed that we are so preoccupied with what we ought to be free from that we fail to think of what we are free to. This is a very important distinction uh, for us to understand the biblical concept of freedom. On the difference of the American concept of freedom and the Christian concept of freedom, Swoboda writes, God's concept of freedom always occurs within obedience to God's covenant ways. Our Western progressive American concept of freedom has become freedom from any external established order. True obedience is possible only when we have the freedom to obey. And true freedom is possible only when we live within God's boundaries. Tim Keller puts this idea well. He says, freedom is not the absence of limitations and constraints, but it is finding the right ones, those that fit our nature and liberate us. That is so profound. And in the podcast that I've uh, linked us to below, um, John Mark Comer uses marriage as an example of that, finding a uh, constraint 
that fits our nature and liberates us. When we get married, it is a big constraint. Um, we are we are committing to one individual for the rest of our lives, but it fits our nature. So that's what we are created for, for that type of intimacy and to have that with one individual person. And the, the more, the longer you're married and the more you think and ponder it, the more you find that it is truly liberating. So this biblical framework for freedom is that we are free from sin and the law and free to submit ourselves to God's will and to one another. This we'll see throughout this campaign, or throughout this week, I should say. And remember, in our primary text for this whole campaign, we see this in Paul's simple expression of Jesus being his Lord. Remember, Paul writes in Philippians 3, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. What does Lord mean, if not one to whom we submit? For additional content, I've linked you to the podcast that I've referenced a few times here in this devotional. Uh, it's, it's found on the Kerry Newoff Leadership Podcast. Uh, it's his interview with John Mark Comer. It's lengthy, but it is so good. I cannot recommend it more highly. So be sure to navigate over there and give that a listen. I was only able to find that podcast in Apple Podcasts. Um, is You can navigate to Carrie Newoff's website and find it, but it's clunky to actually uh, link out to. For reflection today, simply spend some time reflecting on your concept of freedom and how it has been influenced by our culture. Do you think of freedom as merely the freedom from all limitations and constraints? Would that condition of living under no limitation and constraint truly be good for you? Think of things like uh, work, like marriage, like uh, family. Is it good for you to be fully self-determined? Are you wise enough to determine all truth independent of any system of thinking or theological system or community or even God's revealed word? Are you wise enough to self-determine the best way to live your life in matters of morality and ethics? How free and self-determined are you really, currently? Think of the laws you must obey and the others in society you are dependent on. If you own a vehicle, think of the engineers who designed it, the manufacturers who assembled it, the mechanic who fixes it, the dealer who sold it to you. I can go on and on down the list. Think of the roads you drive on. Your freedom to go however fast you want is constrained by speed limit laws and enforced by police officers. You're dependent on construction crews to build and maintain the roads you drive on. Again, I can go on and on and on. We're not even talking about theories of persuasion and how easily influenced we are by things like marketing techniques or subliminal messaging and stuff like that. So just spend a few moments today to think through how truly free and self-determined are we really. <laughs>